Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. I used to be really into like um, the five-year plan and the two-year plan and like um, this. And, and then all of a sudden I was like, I will be married and have kids at 30. And then 30 passed. I'm like, I will be married and have kids at 32. And then that passed. And I was like, oh, okay. So you can't, you, you can't do that. But what you can do, I think, is have a like a larger idea and concept and, and goal of what it is. And what is this mission statement? It's a lot harder than you think to like come up with that because it kind of forces you to ask a bunch of questions that you don't ever ask yourself that you probably avoid if other people talk about because it's um difficult yeah 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 oh mm-hmm. oh <laughs> um welcome to the Sonic podcast <laughs> my name is olivia and i am the creator of olivia crin i'm doing it the right way this time because last time it was so scattered okay, good. a blog a podcast a free editing resource i'm also the co-founder of velvet and fur and olivia crin films oh, i'm just adding things to my roster every time uh, my current obsession is love is blind on netflix if you don't know what that is oh man introduce yourself and then I'll tell you all about it okay across from me is Lisa um and I'm confused it's fine <laughs> I'm Lisa Brosser I'm also creative a wife a mom and my current obsession on top of Bear laughing right now <laughs> as he's watching his favorite tv show eating um our sweatsuits and gold jewelry which is very on track with today's episode on track suit Oh, wow. Thank you. That was Bye, guys. great. Good job. Yeah, because when we were in San Francisco, Lisa just like bandana, giant gold hoops, and a gray sweatsuit with your trendy sneakers looking so... I don't even know what the word... What did Tristan call you? A hood Ugly? rat? <laughs> but it's funny because you're hood so pregnant too. So you look just so cool. Like, how do you look so cool right now? It was really oh, funny. Oh, I hope I looked cool. I hoped I... I I don't want to look like I'm trying too hard because I'm absolutely not. It's yes, like it's what fine. I wear every single day. Slash, this is, the, this is the only thing that fits me right now. Sweatpants. <sighs> mean girls. Does, is butter a carb? I'm so glad you actually know Mean Girls. I said a Mean Girl quote because three times in the past week I've heard somebody go, well, I'm from Michigan. Oh, yeah. That's what Katie Dean said in our podcast. And she's like, well, I'm originally from Michigan. And it took everything in me to to not (laughs) be like, I'm from Michigan. That's the best line in the movie. And no one ever recognizes it. You didn't. I didn't. I'm like, what are you? It's the best. And you just kept saying it. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I love Mean Girls, so. Um, but anyways, Love, is, love blind. is Blind. All right, so I've already tapped out on all these shows, right? I, I watch a lot of shows when I'm editing and all that stuff, and I'm all caught up on Real Housewives and Vanderpump, and I've rewatched every 90s, early 2000s show I can think of, and so I go on Netflix and I see Nick Lachey. <laughs> No, love him, and I don't really love him. I know nothing about him, <laughs> and it was like the main feature of like what's new, and it's a ten series like dating show, right? And so they get like twenty people or something, and they take them and they put them in these pods, 
kind of no well it's like a big so they both women live in one room guys live in the other and then they all date each other but they can't see each other so they talk to each other in this these little pods like these little rooms and they go on these series of dates over like seven or eight days and then they start connecting with certain people so the whole thing of the show is like is love truly blind like can you fall in love with someone without knowing what they look like no well so they i mean you can but do you want to well (laughs) thankfully most of these people were generally attractive i figured yeah and um a lot of them ended up with like the same i would say like aesthetically pleasing not to be mean but like aesthetically pleasing the same like realm of how they looked interesting and same attractive same attractive level yeah and not everybody found somebody but five couples came out of it they they propose in the pods and then they see each other and then the rest of the series is them living and then like planning their wedding so anyway the this is the kicker though they can't say if they're wanting to marry them they plan this whole wedding full wedding dress and everything they have to say yes or no at the end of the aisle and like there's guests and everything and so it's like this show is brutal. Bear obviously is yeah, interested. It's hardcore. Intrigued. Anyway, two out of the five ended up getting married and they're like doing really well and they're happy. And they were saying the producers Whoa. of the show I was reading this thing were saying that they didn't think it would work. And now it's like a thing and now they have all these followers and which I'm happy because Bachelor is really going downhill, like really. And I don't even care about it anymore. Mm. You need to watch it. It's just ten episodes. Bear's very upset about the Bachelor too it's yeah i don't want to watch it but anyway watch love is blind on netflix you'll get hooked and you'll be like how is this even a thing how are humans like this i mean i can't stop watching survivor i've watched seven seasons within a few weeks i think i need to do that because i only have one season of big brother i haven't seen like i'm just all tapped out it sounds like i really am lazy and i don't do anything (laughs) with my life um Um, more like the opposite like you have so many things going on (laughs) that i'm just like sitting there watching stuff editing um anyway okay so uh oh do you want to silver lining of the week oh yeah okay do you want me to go or do you want me to go oh you can go um yeah so i think it was just uh we went to san francisco last week uh, for podcasting and it was kind of stressful like getting there i was kind of in stress mode pretty much the whole time but not bad stress like good stress just like trying to get stuff done and i think it was hard because my birthday fell right in between and so i Mm -hmm. wanted to have fun but i was just thinking of like we have a podcast tonight and then we have a podcast the next day with like a goal guest i've wanted from the beginning so i was kind of in that mindset until we were coming home you know um but my silver lining is that I think the interviews went like so well and they seemed oh, yeah so effortless mm-hmm. I wasn't nervous at all which was weird I feel like they were our easiest interviews so far totally I wonder if it was where we were something about the studio I think makes me nervous hmm I don't know why I think that's what I pieced together Interesting. but just felt really comfortable and everything seemed just so good and yeah I'm just really grateful it all went really well I think once we get all of our new equipment and totally that whole just setup set just up. ready and just feeling like we're professional because I, I think I have a negative correlation with it because of how right. echoey it is so I just automatically oh, think uh-huh. this is going to be bad because we're here yeah and you know so anyway what's yours um so i can't work out anymore this is so awesome 
Um, I've slowly been having to dwindle my workouts to literally I I can't walk walk. Um, I'm looking at her walker. Oh my gosh, I I'm staring can't at her walker. It's a pink walker. It's covered in glitter. Okay, she has tennis oh, balls on the feet. Oh no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. Um, I'm just kidding. It's just for we don't the care house. about our floors. Um. Yeah, I actually have a walker. So, for instance, the <laughs> other day I was deep cleaning my house because I have a lot of energy. I mean, I'm not working out. Uh-huh. We're just looking at my boobs. I know they're freaking massive. No, I actually, I don't know what is going on with you. I wasn't looking at. I was looking at your necklaces actually. Oh, okay. Thank you. We'll I was staring right at your boobs. Um, I mean, I couldn't they're see just anything. there. I can't wait until they're not. You've got a complex, <laughs> man. I really do. Um, I really. Yeah, I always think people are just like staring at them because I feel like they're anyways. Um, That's how I think about my double chin. I think people are staring. So you don't. I know how you feel now. Okay, (laughs) as people always try to compliment me. Okay, so that's how I feel. (laughs) So I had a lot of energy. I'm like. And it's funny because I told Zav, I'm going to take a chill day. Like we came back from San Francisco. Like we had a kind of crazy weekend. Um, It was a pretty crazy trip. We oh, were pretty yeah, nonstop the whole time. Um, yeah. But I definitely did the opposite of a chill day. And um, after I was done cleaning, I couldn't walk. I was literally crawling around my house. Um, and the next day, I couldn't walk still. I saw my doctor and she was like, um, yeah, you need to get a walker. I'm like, excuse me? No. She's like, no, you need a walker. So. I feel like you you have so much like shame about this, and this isn't your fault. Like you're sick. You just have to understand. In a ne- lack for a better word of a better word, you're. This is not your fault. Going from I'm so active, I'm working out six days a week, mm-hmm. to I can't work out. I'm sitting on my couch and oh, I, I eat Captain it. Crunch like every night. Is a and that's because you're sick. Hard. You're eating Captain Crunch. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm not saying it's easy. I would be so pissed too. You just have to know, like, your body is betraying you right now. Right. And w- in a couple months, you're gonna be back at it. In a year from yeah. now, you won't. This will be like so in the past. Yeah. Milk it, man. I mean, milk it. It's hard. Say you need a new pair of shoes because you can't walk. You need a new outfit because you can't walk. Okay. You know? Can you tell Zav that? absolutely i'll text it clip it and then send it to him perfect um yeah so it's just really hard and then on top of that like excuse me bear mama's talking um on top of that going to my appointments and and then you know getting weighed and it's like oh five pounds in two weeks that's like not normal wait is it not (laughs) but you're coming to Um, the end don't you don't you gain most of your weight towards the end I mean, I've I've already gained quite a lot of weight. Okay, let me just put this into perspective for but you guys. But it's okay. Lisa gets it's out okay. of the car last week, literally forgot she was pregnant, okay? <laughs> Went to This is not a joke. I would tell you because, because A, looking pregnant is not a bad thing, okay? B, we get out of the car in San Francisco and this girl goes and we go inside. She goes, I didn't even know you were pregnant until you stood sideways. You look great, okay? I'm just okay. telling you. You throw your phone. <laughs> I was about to go pick shut up, up there. Shut up, shut up, shut up. With that being said, I have more time with Bear, and that's my silver lining. 
Yeah, so today we got to interview uh, Tristan Brosser, which is Zav's cousin, so Lisa's cousin, um, and she is an architect in San Francisco. Um, she did have to correct us, though, and tell us she's a soon-to-be architect, uh, quote-unquote, because um, she has a few more classes to finish, um, but we got to go to San Francisco and uh, stay in her super movie-esque, uh, it felt like a 90s rom-com movie set uh, house and it was so fun to just be able to chill and talk with her um, she has worked on some amazing projects she so one of her clients is Apple um, and so she was one of the architects on the Steve Jobs theater uh, and if you haven't you need to google it because you just don't even understand how cool it is until you can just visual like you can visually see it I was so inspired by her um, I think just one thing I've been realizing being able to talk to more and more people especially like entrepreneurs and people that own their own brands is that it's just all about drive and passion and never giving up and knowing that there are going to be hard times but you just get through them. Tristan has a lot of advice when it comes to going into a career especially as like a young woman um, and the hurdles that you might face. Um, so yeah we really hope you guys enjoy this episode. I know we had a lot of fun on it uh, and yeah so Tristan let's shake it up shall we everybody I'm sitting here Lisa to my right Tristan across from me looking so Hello. excited to talk um today we're in your very movie-esque apartment I feel like I'm in a rom-com I said that when we showed up yesterday doesn't this feel like a rom-com like a 90s rom-com house that. yeah my whole life feels like that it actually it does. actually sounds like a, a, a rom-com a, well not so much uh <laughs> just like rom, a lot just of com. Com. <laughs> your life sounds like a comedy that's so just offensive. straight up calm <laughs> yeah well thank you thank oh. you for being here oh thank you for having Thanks us for having us yeah Stop. hey you're doing great don't worry about it you are um you're wearing one of our silver lining of the week scrunchies shameless plug and it looks great <laughs> Thank you. My first scrunchie of my adult life. Is it really? Yeah. I'm I probably haven't so worn honored. scrunchie since I was 12. Well, that's what happens when you wear them young and then they come back around. What do they say that it takes? You know, you're a certain age when the trend comes around twice. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that's that, I don't know what they yeah. say, but it's something like that. Uh, that sounds like something someone's like like a choker, you know, like the 90s choker oh, and everyone's doing that or the fanny pack or the bell bottoms. Let's just that be real, though. Thing. The fanny pack never left. That's true. Yeah, I, that but, is but true. Now we call but them, who is wearing it? <laughs> I, I have one, but they call them belt bags right. because it's more fancy. A belt bag. Yeah, I have a like belt Chanel bag. makes them now. So yeah. and like if Chanel's doing it, like we all should do. Then it. it's a different name, and it's not a fanny pack. It's a belt bag. It's a belt bag. Perfect. Anyway, um, so today we spent the day in San Francisco, and I have a couple things I need to talk about really fast. Number one. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. Happy birthday Happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. But what I really wanted for my birthday was to see the anaconda at the science uh, aquarium thing. Which one's that? Is, oh, that no. the, is that the one with like the hills, the green hills on it? Um, which one is it? Arturo's nodding the his head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we the went Academy down there. The Sciences. Yes. We went there. And it was beautiful, but the anaconda wasn't in its enclosure. What am I supposed to do with that? I was standing there so excited, turned 27, saw a T-Rex bone, ready to see an anaconda, and it didn't happen. You're mouthing something. We can you talk. We can talk. 
yeah, Arturo asked the guy if it was real, and the guy laughed and said no, because it's like the really big one that's all put together, you know? But anyway, so a little, little upset about the anaconda not being in the enclosure. Okay, but, but the rest that, of your birthday was great. Okay, good. Yeah. No, yeah, that's, awesome. that's what I'm. It's not that's over. What I'm here to, <laughs> that's what I'm here to hear. Twenty five percent left. That's oh, that's true. Yeah. Um. Anyway, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us who you are. Yes. Okay. Uh, my name is Tristan Brosser. <laughs> no relation to the blonde in the room. No, not at all. <laughs> no. Not one bit. Just kidding. What a weird coincidence. <laughs> no, we're cousins. Yes. By choice, <laughs> not by birth. Which is even like better. Which is way better. Yeah. Um, I'm 33 years old, but I think I have the reading level of like a 40 40 year old. <laughs> the reading level? Yeah, like I'm good you're like at you're reading. so Perfect. mature. <laughs> well, 33 is the prime age because Jesus was 33. <laughs> there you go. No, I literally he always say that to people. He was a lot of other ages, and he was also 33. Yeah, but 33 was his last age. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So you have reached enlightenment. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't feel any different. <laughs> you um, will. Yeah, so cousin to Lisa, cousin to all the other Brossers, and living here in San Francisco, excited to do my first podcast ever. Slightly nervous for like a weird reason. Don't I don't know nervous. why. Cause like because you're talking into a microphone. Yeah. Yeah, that's I think okay. That's why. But that's okay. First podcast, first. Just scrunchy. pretend like you're not. Yeah, that's true. We're just talking. Yeah, that. we're just like hanging out. That's okay. what we do, and okay. then we just like forget about the podcast, and then it gets uploaded, and it's um, very personal, and we just don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> when people come up to you and know random things about you, like when I met you last night, and you uh-huh. go. Oh. I know everything about you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm actually a celebrity. Everyone stop taking photos of me. I actually know nothing about you. I think you actually are a celebrity. I think I talked about you guys several times today to people. I'm no like, my way. house is full of influencers right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Wait, I like to be then, called a content creator. Thank you, though. And really I love offensive. talking about like how smart you are and the fact that I'm just related to you just because of all the cool things that you've done, which is why we had you on today. You have probably one of the craziest resumes of anyone who's like closest to me. Yeah. Well, thank you. And you, you always make it not cool. I'm, and it's probably <laughs> and the it's coolest like still, thing. Which makes Thanks, it guys. cooler. I was homeschooled. <sighs> Love yeah. you. Yeah. Because I don't know what's cool. So Perfect. let's get into that. You grew up homeschooled. Yes. And you had like many brossers. We had on Zav, uh, who's my husband, in a past episode. And we got to hear a little bit about his unique upbringing. You similarly, because you're dads are related had an interesting upbringing in sorts you're half Iranian yes your mom came from Iran correct yes and so what has um your upbringing been like and what kind of influence has that had on you well like so I never knew anything wasn't normal um until much later in life like probably like as a child and even up until almost a teenager it was like this was just what you did you were homeschooled your friends the few friends you had were homeschooled Mm -hmm. your cousins were homeschooled and your your mother was your mother and I didn't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly yeah I didn't really know any different um like I had interaction like at soccer Maybe sometimes and then you'd feel it a little bit when you're like, oh, they like all know each other somehow Mm -hmm. and like have all these things in common that they talk about. And then you're just like, wait, what? And then you're like, oh, and they're all (laughs) blonde. And 
oh, I have really big eyebrows. Why is this different? What's going on? And then you're like, oh, my, my mother's from Iran. That's di- okay. Okay. And then that like wasn't a thing either until like later that I realized like mm. it it's, yeah, just a little bit different. Um, and you also grew up outside of Portland, yeah. which not, there aren't many Iranian people yeah, there we're like too. In, so kind of a little rural, different from most people. Outside of Portland, rurally on like some acreage. Mm-hmm. I'd like to call it a farm. I don't know if there was actually any um, animals. Any. <laughs> there was a goat for, for the time. So it's a farm. It yeah. is a farm then officially. Yeah. So grew up on a farm. Interesting. Yeah. So didn't know it was any different. And then, uh, yeah, homeschooled until, until college time started. Hit the college real hard for like seven years straight. Um, was really into it at the time. And I was like, oh, I just want to go to school forever. And I was like, like even when I was in grad school, like looking up, like, uh, oh, when can I get a PhD? When can I get something else? And it was just like in that moment that was super exciting. That was kind of like all that mattered. And then as soon as like school ended and I got a job, I was like, why did I ever want to go back to school? That's exhausting. It's expensive. And it's just so time consuming. So now I have currently no interest to go back to school, but let's see (laughs) where that goes. I'm actually really interested to talk to somebody who has successfully gone through school because I will admit I'm not a huge advocate for college unless you're doing something like what you're doing because it's like absolutely necessary. Um, But I want to know your thoughts on college in that way. Like, do you think everybody should go to college or do you think it should be for very specific reasons? Yeah, not anymore. So for a while there, I was like, yeah, like the most important thing, like got to do it, got to do it, got to keep, got all my degrees to keep me warm at night. (laughs) <laughs> wait that's so funny um, just snuggle and, up with me in my bed <laughs> and and then um and then when you're doing it maybe you become a little like pretentious you're like oh I have this I have this like um and that's cool I accomplished this but like what did you actually accomplish that that you were able to do something for x amount of time and put money towards it mm-hmm. and and I think what where we live in in this country in this day and age sometimes degrees are super necessary and sometimes they're just not and so I completely agree I think anybody who is going into a trade or an interest where it's not not important don't spend the money doing that don't waste your time don't waste your money and it a lot of the degrees I think I don't even know what the end result is like you you got a degree but then what jobs does that yield so I think definitely not the place where it's just and as cheesy or tacky as it sounds but like follow your heart and follow your dreams and like all that yeah blah 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 but it's true and whatever path to get there I think what I um just then would encourage people to do is like I think take your time make sure it's what you want because I think a lot of young people that I know even now do this switcheroo and like switch and switch and switch majors and don't know it's like wait maybe pause think about what you want get to a place where you're you're committed to it and then either go through with it or then don't. And And that's okay if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. It's weird because even, even for me who I'm totally fine with saying like I dropped out of college, I'm doing what I'm doing, but every so often in a certain like group of people, and they all have degrees, I feel like sheepish for one second because they have like all these things and then they're all talking and I'm like, 
I dropped out of school. And it's weird that it's still a thing. But like, you know, is it though? Because I actually kind of flip side of this. Yeah. I a little bit disagree because not sure who you're hanging out with. And that could be the problem. But um, <laughs> but like I actually like have this conversation on the regular. I'm like, how funny school is really important, especially like getting a master's degree. Like where are we going to go? And in my world of architecture, it's lots of name dropping of schools and professors and like and these things. And then now sometimes I, th- I sit back and I'm just like, oh, I have the same job as the guys who went to Yale, that the guys who went to Harvard, the guys who went to a different school mm. than than me, maybe maybe like a less less credentials or qualified, we're all in the same place and nobody cares anymore. We're all mm-hmm. at the same job. We're getting paid the same. And it's not like a point of conversation much anymore, except for just to be like, oh, tell, tell me about your life. Totally. So I think kind of, I feel maybe you're at an age where you're surrounded by it's, people like um, that, probably but it goes away. Probably a lot of away. liberal arts people that I'm surrounded mm. by, a lot of the creative arts, where we might all be doing the same things, but they have their degree in photography, which there's nothing wrong with that. But then it's like, okay, but you don't need that. No. But then to be like, well, I'm going to school for business, or I'm going to school for photography, I'm going to school for graphic design, I'm like, well, you can learn at like 90% of what you're going to learn in college on the computer, because I did. But then it becomes one of just like those weird things. But that makes sense with what you're saying. And that's actually I mean, that's really so cool for where we are in the world, I think. Yeah. And I want to backtrack a little bit. So you touched on you're an architect. And um, so part of your unique upbringing that I was bringing up earlier is you graduated pretty much i mean what is is it still considered graduating from homeschooling it is yeah yeah and like because you still like get your diploma and everything and i I don't know i did you get like your you just take a test you're like state you test out of ged isn't that the same thing no no it's like you it's like the government recognizes you as a graduated student but it's not a diploma no we didn't you don't learn something isn't that weird to think about like everybody i knew had a diploma and they like stood up at like a thing and i was like oh i don't have a diploma other homeschoolers did not care no it was like at my church they had like their diplomas and like their little tassel and i'm like yeah whatever yeah you need that nobody you guys clearly we don't it's not an experience we have scrunchies that's all we need yeah so olivia and i both graduated from the high school of homeschool. Um, I don't know about you, but I was prom queen and homecoming queen. And mm-hmm. I was most home. likely to succeed. Most beautiful. Yeah. Best smile. It was same, crazy. Same. All these things. Oh, I got yeah. none of those. Yeah. <laughs> so you graduated at 16? Yeah. About Tech, 16. I'm, I'm going to call it graduated. transitioning into college just at like junior college because mm-hmm. we didn't have these like diplomas and GEDs. That was like the easiest way. Um, yeah. And I think we were talking about last night and Olivia kind of concurred. It was like this kind of moment and, and probably very easy, basic classes, but even those that the content was, was something that we could totally crush just the whole, um, concept of school was kind of foreign. It was then like oh, homework's upon me. What do I do with homework? Why is there a test? like these set schedules and I was like really used to sleeping in mm, and still am <laughs> <laughs> and also I did not crush those you did correction <laughs> you rocked college I dropped out of college because I was like eh, not for me <laughs> not for you no but that's just not yeah. that's not how I I yeah. work I just can't but you're brilliant so there's the difference you're brilliant stop I went to Keep normal going. school and I dropped out so yeah it's, it's literally it de- depends on what you're going for and what you're doing it's not for everyone well and you said you loved it so if you loved, loved it, it you thrived in it 
Well, God, hold on. But I don't love it now anymore. But like, you <laughs> are so smart. So And smart. so that's why I love talking about you. Yes. Thank you for just taking that instead of <laughs> saying, no, it's luck. <laughs> well, so talk, so talk to us. What, what did you go to school for? How did you decide to become an architect? What does that look like for you in school? Yeah. So I do have to legally correct you both, even <gasps> though you're super sweet and... <laughs> Um, keep calling me an architect, so I'm not an architect yet. Oh, yeah. So you have to um, get your license. I am two exams from being done, like two out of seven, so oh, almost wow. there. Um, but in us. the country, it's actually a misdemeanor to call yourself an architect if you're not one. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. We are not interviewing an architect yeah. today. Yeah. Not so, yet. You so what, say you, that what so do you, you can say that? But, um, like a designer. Okay. Designs and builds buildings. Build- <laughs> oh my gosh, the actual definition of an so architect. A bu- so a building I just can't designer. Call you an architect. <laughs> yes. Um, but hopefully by June this all oh, be done. So just great. trying to pump out the rest of these exams. Yeah. Which have just been like annoying. So um, does that usually take a while? Yeah, I don't know the rules anymore, but like when I started, <laughs> you had to like, it's like some type of, not apprenticeship, but gain hours. So it mm-hmm. took like five years before you're even eligible to take wow. tests. And then from then it's, it was just, I'm averaging like one a year because I'm just so busy, but um, yeah, I have one coming up in a few weeks and then hopefully another one shortly thereafter and then done. So um, you're still in school. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> busted. So bottom line. Oh, busted. Let's see. Yeah. That stack of books over there. Yeah, still in school, but it, and that's probably why I hate it so much. Like I do, I'm like, why? Why do I have to study? Why do I have to memorize things? Why do I have to take tests? And it's like the anxiety of taking tests is way more than like going to work oh, or like totally. dealing with high profile clients or like big world issues. And it's like, I'm taking a test and I'm here shaking. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. So that was a little bit of a rabbit trail, but just had to correct it just in case oh, yeah. uh, NCARB was listening. Oh yeah, board. of course. No, <laughs> thank you for correcting <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> so architecture, I um, am pretty into. And uh, the, the short story of it is being 16 ish, trying to pick a, pick a career, pick a, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? probably how everybody goes through that age or younger I'd like had thought about it a little before and like as a much younger person I was like oh, I'm gonna be a teacher because like my mom teaches and because that is helpful and that is giving back and like wow that's dope and then like I volunteered with my big brother at like a school one day a public school <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> like it was no. like for a couple weeks and I was like what is this <laughs> who are these had- <laughs> wild animals <laughs> yeah it was I had no patience for it I was probably like 14 and they were probably like i don't know like seven year olds or something Ooh. like not even that bad i was just like it's trippy going it's, to a yeah, school and being yeah, like this is. is what people's like kids this is what they do yeah. wait no hold on you're 14 you're two years away from graduating <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, so crazy <laughs> yeah that's crazy okay so and and so where did the influence of architecture yeah come so from? i had to go back to the drawing board i'm like okay i had like my mom, my teacher, my everything. I was just like talking to her, like dreaming, like, oh, and then I'll be a teacher. And so then I can have summers off and then stay with my kids and have winters off. And like, I like had game plan all of this in my head. It was going to be awesome. And I was like, mom, this sucks. She's like, okay, like, well, back to it. And by the time, like, time to take classes came around, I was like always really into like um, art and fashion and um, 
design on a smaller scale i never would have like said buildings or architecture i never never would have been like oh my god that house is so cool here's everything i love about it but i could talk that way about art or paintings or or fashion or clothes and um products even and and so like as i started taking classes it was kind of since it was just like um first year in basic it was like a bunch of everything like a writing class an art class all this and i was like um definitely drawn towards the the artsy ones and then my parents are like okay well like be real like real talk here you need a job that pays and yes maybe sometimes art goes that way and maybe sometimes you get like your lucky break or maybe sometimes you go corporate and do like sell out art and um or that but like (coughs) maybe you need to like rethink this and get something that's like more sustainable for um your life and your lifestyle and your existence so they helped brainstorm and they stumbled upon this thing called architecture which was part art and part science and part math and part like voodoo I don't know (laughs) (laughs) and so I'm like okay I can get down with that and so I did it and I can't say that I like was obsessed from the beginning but I think I have a theory and you guys tell me if you agree or disagree I feel like in life I could be almost anything and be happy at it if um, you work hard enough at something and learn learn it and learn to master it and I th- I think it couldn't have, it would have maybe not just been architecture I could have ended up excited or stoked about a lot of things that I tried and I think it's just more of like an attitude and deciding that you're gonna be into it and deciding that you're gonna love it every day and because it's it's your job it's such a big part of your life it's eight plus hours a day like why do something you don't love so either make yourself love it or try something else mm-hmm. I wish I could agree I don't think I can I don't think I can either but I also think that that's Maybe. very much a personality yeah. trait and yeah, you're totally. very like you're you're so like excited and loving and you love life and I think that that really will help you I think that is an attitude we should have like do everything to the best of your ability and you will learn to love it. I just can't imagine there are things that I would love. I couldn't sit. I could never love sitting at a desk for, for like from nine to five. Like, I don't think I could do it. Well, well, <laughs> which but, is not a bad thing. Have, but at you all. still have interest on just said that's me, but, but you aren't sitting at a desk. Like you were just sending us videos today. You were, know. you know, so one of, um, so you work at a firm and one of your clients is Apple who yeah. get to go over to Cupertino and work over yeah. there. And so you're showing us So I was on videos. site today. So yeah. today, that's so, what I this stuff. So today was exciting. It's like the office. opposite of a desk job, yeah. I feel like. And I think I'm, I'm going to use the L word. So just don't, don't, don't freak out. I think I'm a lucky one in that sense because a lot of architects <laughs> or people totally. who do architecture are, are desk only, but I've yeah, gotten lots of right. site experience. Mm-hmm. I thrive on it. I like to think I'm really good at it. And it's just like such a, such a space I like to be in. Mm-hmm. So I do get to go and hopefully as projects ramp up more, more and more on site until it's every day. So yeah. Okay. Agreed. There was a time it's where so- like my last building, we would, I would be getting 20,000 steps a day at work. Like Crazy. every day That's of the amazing. week, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, because I'm just like, it's a big building, and I'm walking around. Yeah. Like, yeah, you showed me that building. It. I, it was Holy so cow, big. it's so big. Oh, that one, that, yeah, so nuts. So, I mean, let's go into the things that you've worked on. Uh, something we actually haven't touched on altogether is, didn't you work on a movie? 
um, yeah. and do some work with that. Can you talk about that a little <laughs> bit? So, uh, okay. And so then how did, to, how did that happen yeah. too? Okay. So I went to graduate school in Los Angeles and the reason I picked it, it's a private architecture school called the Southern California Institute of Architecture downtown in the arts district. Super sick space. Loved it. Two years of my life. Some of the best two years of my life. Uh, and one of the reasons I picked it, it was very progressive in like computation. So it's not just teaching you to make a building. It's like, oh, here's all the ways that you can explore design through other means and methods, through um, scripting, through different softwares, through robots. Like what what is other than just like traditional buildings or architecture, what's the driver? And maybe it's something that is more computational so that was exciting and it was very software focused so I came out of school out of that two years getting a new design ethos a design aesthetic a like vision that I hadn't had prior to that and also this newfound skill of software and a lot of it was animation software because they're like oh let's use this animation software and also like coding and scripting to to generate architecture help inform it um and very like form driven design and so right out of school, it, it was 2011. So, and everybody's getting out of school at the same time. So you're competing in the same city with so many people. Um, this school, there's UCLA, there's USC, there's Woodbury. So, so many other schools in the same city. You're like, what about this? Crazy. Um, so right out of school, graduated, yeah, 2011 and got an offer from a friend to just do some freelance work at a um, production studio that mostly did music videos and commercials so kind of like small scale things it's um with some big names there was like John Favreau and Guillermo del Toro and like so um like surrounded by by this crew and so it was like three months I did that like with the Maya the animation software I was working and did a couple um spots for mostly Microsoft um, but like commercials, web commercials, and I think some TV commercials. So amazing team just working at this like fast pace. Everybody's freelancing. Like you're, the guy next to you just worked on Spider-Man. Like kind of like exciting. You're like, okay, I'm in LA. I'm in Hollywood. This is crazy. This is cool. The money was insane. I mean, first job probably ever actually, other than like interning, mostly free internships like during school. So like first job, and I'm just like, what? This is what the world is like? Um, and like it was... Yeah, again, freelance. So they would like let you know when they want to extend your contract or when a new commercial or video came up that they wanted you to work on. And it was just amazing and immersive. And then um, my friend Pilsen and I, and Pilsen I'll talk about a little bit more because she's my like current business partner. Um, and after a few months of that, got an offer for um, a company in China that our friend was working at that he recommended us to in Beijing um, for like, I want to say a tenth of the pay even less like because it's China the cost of living is less and it's architecture and it's not Hollywood Mm. so I was like oh dang what do I do and thought about it prayed about it talked to Jean about it Papa (laughs) birth father (laughs) Um, (laughs) as opposed to the heavenly father (laughs) right 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 right. (laughs) so I just call him birth father um and he's just like, I'm like, this is, I don't know what to do. And cause I have such a good gig right here. Like my life is like at, how old was I at 23? My life is so chill. Mm-hmm. And wait, and hold on. So by 23, you finished, you finished high school, college and architect. 
after school? Yes. I think it was 23. I think I'm not making wow. that up. Is that true? Does the math count? No, that sounds about I right. So. I don't do math. Yeah. Just <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, I'm just making that yeah. up. I don't know, but yeah. it sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So fast So you're tracked. thinking about it. Yeah. And and because I, I, I also did want to, like, that was also one of the goals was like, finish, finish fast, finish mm-hmm. fast, keep next thing, next thing, next thing. What's my five-year plan? Um, And so I was in this moment and my dad's like, I think... Sorry, dad, if you're listening, I think this was your advice. So if I'm misquoting, I apologize. <laughs> He's like, well, you just went to seven years of school for something. Maybe you should at least try it. And if it's not your thing, you come back to this mm-hmm. and and take over the movie industry. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And so I did it. So I packed up my bags and little old naive Tristan, who'd never been to a third world country, decided to move to, to Beijing on a whim and was culture shocked and like not openly or actively but like in the moment I'm just like what am I doing like Mm -hmm. what I cannot read a single sign here I don't know anybody Mm -hmm. I don't nobody speaks English but luckily I moved with Pilsen Mm -hmm. (laughs) so so that was good and ended up loving it so got to do some really dope work at the office there they're called MAD architects um right now I have a quick question is that okay yeah so how are these people finding like scouting you guys out is do you have portfolios up like if somebody's listening and they're wanting to get into this work how do you get how do you get these positions are you on social media are you online do you just have paper portfolios so this was 2011 so So I think I got an Instagram in 2011 (laughs) so I think that was the year I got one okay so no So no, it is, and this is also what I was alluding to last night with Lisa about this idea of luck. And if I'm misusing the word luck, it's like there are so many talented people there. There's so many talented people with very similar skills. Of course, I like to think I'm better than all of them, but everybody thinks that too. So to set yourself apart, either it has to be something so different, but you still have the skills to back it up, or it's this little bit of luck, or mostly kind of knowing people and, and getting recommendations or like so you're at the right place at the right time yeah and you're very very good at what you do which isn't luck which isn't luck well we'll think of we'll think of a better word but i mean the rest of the resume for sure (laughs) and then this idea of networking actually is really important too but i don't like to think of as networking it's just actually making friends you're making friends with like-minded people Mm -hmm. who are passionate who want to crush it and and you have that. And so if something comes up, you're like, oh, wait, I know somebody like and mm-hmm. it's it's not even work at that point. So for this job, the the China job, it was um, a classmate who um, to this day, we even do some stuff, some like work on the side sometimes and try cool. try and like do a competition. So it's just it's probably that. So I think for people, definitely portfolio is important and you have that to back it up. But after you make an amazing portfolio, which is more easy to come by these days it's it's knowing the people being somebody people like and not not in a way to not be yourself but but be likable be professional and be fun I think mm-hmm. um yeah and then just network make friends which is super important Arturo is really good at that he's gotten so many of his jobs for, just from networking I'm terrible at it because I don't really like talking to people but really? it's yeah like people I don't know other than uh, you, because I know we're best friends now. But it is really hard. It is hard to put yourself out there, but it is so important, especially, obviously, before social media and everything, especially because those relationships are long lasting mm. when you like have that face to face connection with somebody and you can talk to them and stuff. But anyway, I wonder if more architects are on social media nowadays. Is that a thing you think? Oh, absolutely. OK. OK. That, that makes sense. Anyway, so you're in Beijing. Yes. As a home, little homeschooler. 
Yeah. Poor, poor me. <laughs> poor, that's a poor lot. little first world Tristan. <laughs> I mean, that's shocking. That's a shocking. And I was a vegetarian. I was vegan then, I think. So I thought that oh, was important wow. at the time, too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> like 16 years of it. Oh my God. You were vegan for 16 years? Uh, vegetarian for 16. I did vegan for the two years I was in China. Because um, it was like, there's just bad stuff there. And so it was probably the best choice. So I just mostly yeah. ate at the, the Buddhist places and like um, the the Mexican restaurant. You didn't eat the street meat. You had this no, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. No, no, street no meat. animals. Nope. No street meat. No, no street anything. Yeah, I think that we can recommend that to everyone. Yeah, just no street, no street meat. meat. Yeah. Yeah. So did you, um, this movie job, so did that happen when you were in China then, or did that end up happening when you were in Hollywood? Um, the China job, I was, yeah, still in LA. Okay. And that, or what did I say? The China job? No, (laughs) that's backwards. I I got offered the China job while I was in LA working in, um, at the, at the studio. For the movie. Yes. So you had to make the choice to drop that to go to China? Yeah. So do you regret doing that or are you happy you did it? I'm happy I did it, but I do wish, guys, if you're listening to that, I just um, kept in touch with them better, like that specific company yeah. to still mm-hmm. have that. And they did reach out a couple times after that. I'm like, oh, out of the country. Um, but because it's still I still think back. I'm like, that's so sick. And that's so exciting. And it's just like a world of opportunities because like um, like as this progresses, you'll see like architecture is just one little bit of design. And I love all design and, and quite frankly I like a lot of it more than I like architecture mm-hmm. and and it it's just one variation of it so this is like so excited to have like different like multidisciplinary and and that industry had it so yeah hopped over to China for a few years learned some architecture uh made some really dope stuff was able to be put on some pretty sick projects um, all very like curvy and organic and kind of fitting my ethos at that time from where I came out of school, which was very form driven, very um, organic and having these like nature inspired like concepts for the building. So it, it fit that and it was just like a, a perfect match. But then it was time to go after a couple years. I do like do regret if that's a word we use in our vocabulary I don't know (laughs) um that I maybe didn't stay longer because like in hindsight I was like oh it was just like two years and I'm like oh like so much more could have happened not just there but like the proximity of of you know growing up that far from home I think was was scary even though I thought I was brave and I'm like oh I'm so brave but then like missing mom and dad was real Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like I can pop over to on a plane to them and I was super poor so it was like I wasn't I wasn't going back for for 18 plus months at a time so it was like (laughs) that was that was kind of crazy but then it was like this crazy life experience where it's like oh I want to go to Korea for the weekend oh I want to go to Thailand Mm -hmm. on the holiday and you just I want to get on a train and go and it was like who gets this so so much amazing stuff happened but like in hindsight I'm like oh so much more could have like Mm. I wonder what would have happened if I stayed a few more years and it's just something like reckless and raw and like incredible about living abroad I don't know if you guys have ever had this opportunity but I recommend it to like every young person who has a choice because it just takes you out of whatever your perceptions are yeah of, of the real world and also probably growing up 
being homeschooled and being in this like tiny little bubble of like what you think life is and then you go to college and then you're like what what is life and then you go to China and you're like what (laughs) this is a world you probably learned a lot yeah it was like eight years especially like just being alone because I was so mommy reliant because because she's so wonderful and did everything she's amazing I love your mom so much (laughs) but then not not the setup for like um Taking, I, yeah, I still struggle with laundry. Like getting you ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, it's just not my jam. Um, yeah, and I think also, like I was talking about last night, like to Olivia, like I think um, we, we had these ideas of what the real world was. Um, and I mean, not the, like homeschool was not like, it wasn't prison at all. It was like, it, we thrived. We like loved it at the time, but yeah, didn't really know what's out there, but it was all through books and movies and TV. So some of those ideas were just way off base. And some of them were just like, we're reading certain books and it's yeah. like, Oh, this is what the world is. And then when reality, that's like what a small percentage of the world is, or that's like, no, you shouldn't have adventures like that. That's probably, probably yeah. not good. Or like I was saying, like, I thought the OC was real life. And so like, and I based I my whole California was, life so. on that. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm curious, looking back, are you really happy with, I mean, you didn't have a choice of being homeschooled, but are you really happy that you did that? Like, is that like, if you have children, is that something that you want to do too? Is yeah. Is that something you recommend? 100%. Really? So what, what parts I of it? I think though, oh, I just loved like the quality control. Yeah. Like it was all learning all the time. It was like so much knowledge without what I think, again, so what I'm envisioning is school is going to your locker in between classes and chatting time. with people. Yeah. yeah. So Writing notes in class. Doing, like, all these things that I, I think are happening. I'm just like, oh, those are all the time well, that you could legit. be learning. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would be the main one. And then I think just, yeah, quality control on, on the content of what they're exposed to. And yes, expose them to everything and let them decide what's true, but don't, yeah. don't have to teach them just, just what, there's a right way to homeschool and a wrong way to homeschool just like how there's a right way to go to public school and a wrong way because and so i'm going to touch on this another unique thing about your family your older brother is a neurologist and then you're like this soon to be architect (laughs) but an amazing insane designer like we touched on like apple's one of your clients and so we'll touch on that just a little bit and that takes a lot of uniqueness and the firm that you work for too is from what we only found out from your roommate because you won't talk about how amazing you are is a very like renowned firm and so then very old (laughs) (laughs) and then um you have a brother who's an engineer and another brother who an accountant is an accountant okay cpa so four children who are extremely smart amazing personalities that's unique so and and driven too what's the difference like what do you think your mom did as far as and your dad because he had a lot of influence too he's very hardworking, and so is your mom so what kind of influence do you think that gave you guys and how did that help you yeah that's a good question and I think I like how you phrased that and and because I think it is all them because I think 
Well, and I do think my brothers are like the dopest. I mean, all, actually, all brothers They're in general. Like, amazing. I love my cousins so much yeah. and brothers so much. And I just think no matter how much time you're apart, you get together. Like, wait, like it, we're vibing. Like it's it's all oh, here totally. all the time. But yeah. here's the difference: <laughs> your family and my husband's family, both homeschooled, <laughs> but not actually. And so, um, and to put perspective into it, if you didn't listen to Zav's podcast, is um, he didn't go to school until the end of fourth grade free range parenting is exactly what he called it. and even the kids who were homeschooled i mean were they sorry tina i don't know what you were actually doing i don't know if you actually knew what you were doing so what's what's the difference like i want to know yeah i don't have I experience think, with homeschooling let's, let's see yeah i think it definitely depends on who the teacher is and maybe mm-hmm. olivia chime in here too like i think my mm-hmm. mother was so she was trained also um as an engineer so she went to school in engineering um, and then when she decided to start a family of kids, she's like, did this teacher route that I wanted to go. And so got her teaching degree and it's like, okay, I'll, I'll teach. And then being this, this Iranian woman who had just only been in the country a few years, um, having like this, this great upbringing, going to a private school, um, then was exposed to like school in Hillsborough, Oregon, where she was doing her teaching or her student teaching like pregnant with me and then she's just like wait this is the school system like this is what and she's like okay i need i can't i can't my kids kids can't do this so i think she had it in her to to teach like always and she's like the most nurturing woman i know and like uplifting and really intense and opinionated in like mostly a good way (laughs) love you mom (laughs) like a lot of moms um but it's i think that was it. Her kids were her life and nothing was going to stop that. And nothing was going to stop that from her giving every bit of her knowledge to us, even like when we didn't want it. So, and and like preparing us for success in life and preparing us for, um, yeah, just any scenario. And then that coupled with Jean, um, (coughs) my dad, who's very intense and very strict. So, I, I don't know. I think it just depends on the children's willingness to learn, of course, because that that's going to be in us. But then also certainly on who, who the parents are. So I don't recommend it for anyone. And even now here I'm talking, I'd love to homeschool my future children. But if I'm not cut out for it, then I will give them to my mom to homeschool. Mm-hmm. Same. I'm going to yeah. hand my kids over yeah, to your can mom. Can we do this? <laughs> uh, and I love your mom. And I think it's, you know, uh, first generation American parents who are just like a special place in my heart because your mom is so similar to my mom and makes the absolute best food ever. I think I, I remember the it. moment we were at Grammy's or Miette's house. Oh, we vibed and so Yeah, hard. when you like found out that each other was, was like, yep. like foreign. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Oh we God. bonded so quickly right after that. And like every yes. time I see your mom. And you're like, why didn't you like tell me this? Why didn't you tell me this about her? I was like, oh, I did I didn't, I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wanted to comment on the homeschooling thing. I think, um, I think it really depends on the children. Obviously Mm -hmm. your parents are incredible and my mom is incredible and everything. Um, but I know like I didn't have a willingness to learn and I've never been like, I think it's right side of the brain. Is that like the super analytical side or is it the other side? I, I don't even left know. Left side is, is the left... analytical side. Right side is yes. the... Okay. See, I'm, I'm, imaginative. I'm not stupid. I don't know. Um, but Stop. I've never been that. I've always had a really hard time taking tests. I've always been very average with everything. And I always... Um, 
I always uh, judged myself on that and judged myself hard thinking I was really stupid growing up and that I I couldn't do it because I just didn't want to do this. But then on the flip side, now that I'm this age, you know, knowing that I was musical and so was my sister and we did a lot of like I had a business when I was like 11 and 12 and 13 thinking back to those things and being like there's not one thing that's better but it's interesting being like you said homeschooling isn't for everyone I'm so grateful I was a part of it um but it really depends on the kids Mm. because my sister and I haven't done anything within the path of like your whole family who just sounds so smart I mean my sister's smart too but (laughs) anyway um I just think it yeah definitely depends on yeah the willingness to want to do it because I hated school so much. So, and I did it because I thought I had to. Do you feel like you would have liked going to like a public school or that would have been, no, I don't think I would be who I was if I went to public school. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, I think that they (laughs) ruined you. I think so much regrets. I know. I think you have to be really open with your kids though. My mom made us so involved. I was allowed to go to football games. I was allowed to do Mm. all these things. She talked to us about drugs and sex and drinking and she was so open. Uh, But then, you know, I'm sure like, you know, I know a lot of homeschoolers that literally were like, didn't even know what like sex was and they were graduating high school they didn't know these things because their parents shielded them and that's so unbelievably dangerous um yeah Yeah, they they we like went to some homeschool like meetups or like churches or something then it was like oh we're homeschoolers and we're cool and we like sports and and my brothers are super cool and and then you go here and then I don't know if I'm allowed to say that they looked Amish I don't really know you can they all wore long okay and then yeah and it was like and so you'd sit there and try and be friends with these people who you have this in common with. And your yeah, parents no. are like, oh, go make friends with them. They're nice. And it's just like, is this a cult? No, like, I know. I beg And my then mom just to like saying, go. why is your skirt so short? Or why are you talking about Star Wars? And it's like, <laughs> wait, it's because like, <laughs> it's okay. This is the yeah. world. And none of this, like, this is all fine. And you're taking it to the next level. And it got to this. And so I think a lot of people, when they hear homeschool, they equate it to that. And... And that's probably fine too, but I just, those people are just, weren't who we were. And I think yeah. similar to you and it sounds like y- yeah. you were able, able to have like more yeah. levels of freedom. Oh, totally. But it's yeah, important. it was, it was weird. It was yeah creepy, eerie. Yep. There was too many fedoras in one room. I had to leave, you know? <laughs> fedoras. Um, oh no. <laughs> so when I hear architecture or soon to be architecture, and I was asking this last night, I kept saying the word blueprint and you're like, what the frick is a blueprint? So to me, in my head, I'm thinking big skyscraper, you like roll out a blueprint, you have a pencil, you know, and you're going at it. So I don't know what architecture is. And so for those listening, what is your day in and day out look like? You said you love design and you showed me your portfolios that are just yeah. insane and beautiful. So tell us what, what you do really. Yeah. So I just like, I think blueprint is a legal terminology. We just don't use it. <laughs> it's just not in, 1995, in you mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, so I think no, contractors they, use blueprints. That's probably yeah, what no, it they, is. They roll out the plan. They roll right. out the drawings. I, like yeah. I was on the job site today and then it's <gasps> Did there. they roll out a blueprint? They, they, have, they just have them there. You'll go and sometimes you'll look and they're like, there's my You're drawings. Like, oh, and they mark all off like, wrong, 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 question mark, question mark. Oh, okay. You're like, that's uh, what a blueprint is. I just show Olivia. Yeah, so now... Uh, I wake up, I get a mild panic attack and I'm just like, oh, let me go read the emails, read all the emails, write to all the emails, go to the office, sometimes in the office all day on calls and meetings, sometimes um, on site, um, looking, checking on construction, talking to the contractors, sometimes um, jet setting to different places to to see different vendors or products or, or mock-ups. So it's gotten to a point where it's really exciting and I think it's really, really, really exciting even on paper um 
because it's, it's, it's like I was a little girl is what I wanted. I did want to wear business suits, but like now I have no interest in that. So that was also a vision as a kid. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like the boss lady and I'm going to wear a business suit. And I was like, please give me my sweatpants and my <laughs> Lululemons and just Which like, I want to relax. Yes. Cause, cause also cause there's little it. passes being a designer. You can actually do what you want. <laughs> Cause, Cause it's your expression. It. What is the expression? <laughs> awesome. Just, oh, it's your expression. It's like, oh, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You've made it so you can wear what you want. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Good. Um, But I think there's now a little um, like hiccup in my day to day, which is very routine. Like it's very routine. It feels like I'm doing it not out of love. I'm doing it because I I know the motions and I know what to do. And I think that's always a um, scary place to be in. So Mm. now I was having this conversation with Pilsen, um, (coughs) who uh, I will just remind you, we went to grad school together and we've had like probably four jobs together afterwards. Like always, um, always trying to get to the same place. And I just like was visiting her in LA last weekend. So just as much as we can to go back and forth with each other. So we're like, Oh, we need like another like outlet in case, um, we don't, we don't want to ever, like I was saying, the job become just a job. We don't want it to become like, oh, we dread going to work. This is, this is again, like uh, eight to 10 hours, eight to 12 hours of the day. Um, keep, so I think to keep the love alive, we're like, what is it missing right now? Cause it's the, the, how architecture is, is you're not doing everything all the time. It depends on the phase of it is. So if it's in construction, maybe you're not designing as much and like vice versa. So I think, um, we just want like an outlet. So we started like doing like little like competitions on the side or like talking, like uh, talking shop a lot. Like what can we do? Like what can we do as a creative outlet? What can we do to, um, kind of keep that joy of design alive? If, if work is becoming kind of a focus that, that, that isn't that direction. So, um, I'm vice president of a sunglasses line that we will holler at and we will link to, so you guys yeah, can follow called? them. Band du Copain, and Perfect. it just means like <laughs> so basically <easy. laughs> a group of friends, and and they're the, so cute. And they thank you, so cute. So <laughs> yeah, so sunglasses, and I think this summer, um, watch out because I think my um, tracksuit line might drop. Girl, I'm yeah. all I in. Love I won't be wearing suit. real clothes for a very long time. So I am <laughs> they down. are real clothes. They're leisure, business it, leisure. That's exactly what leisure. I'm talking about. Leisure. Yeah, make it a thing if it's not a thing. I will. Don't yeah. worry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're doing that so that like we I think have found like holistic fulfillment through like work. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's like the bigger spectrum of work, what my my office job is right now. Plus these things on the side, I think just always find that. And I think just avoid complacency. Yeah, because I, I think last night when, when we were talking and obviously, like you said, on paper, I mean, you're like obviously so cool. But on paper, you know, you write you out guys, all these I'm things. I'm not paying them to say this. No, you are. But it's fine. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> you know, you write down all these things that you've done that are just incredible, especially for the age that you are, which is so young, Jesus's age. And I just feel and then when we were talking and you were saying, like, you can laugh in the mic. Microphone. Let people know I'm funny. LOL. <laughs> um, but you were saying how, you know, you you get up and some days you go, what am I doing? Because you're go, 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 which isn't always bad. And that can be an amazing, being busy is an amazing thing, but it can also get um, not scary, but just daunting. Um, and so I get, I had a realization of being like, you know, from my point of view, I'm like, this girl's got it all together, right? You know, look at all these things she's done, which are awesome. But then you still have a thought of what, 
what am I doing? Do I love this? Do I want to do this? So I think a lot of people feel like that because they do get in these routines. And so for you, you found your outlet of like, you know, sunglasses and everything. But what would your advice be to somebody listening who loves what they do on the side, but they don't know really what the end goal for all of those things are? Because that, that can be scary doing the same thing every single day and then wondering yeah. what, what's what's my life right now, you know? Yeah, that's a good question. I think I always encourage, and this was how I started, and this is, sounds like I'm leading up to like an amazing epiphany. But, Enlightenment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you got a mood board. Mm. You got a mood board. You got to, however that manifests for you, if it's Pinterest, which is not my favorite, I like hard copies of like getting the stacks of magazines out, getting the printer out and printing, pinning up, reshuffling, seeing what that is. And that vision could the mood board could be a vision for your life, for the company you're working on, for what, but what is it? And mm-hmm. this will help tell that. And after that, make your mission statement. Like, mm-hmm. what is it? And it's not like you need to just set up, like, a, I used to be really into, like, um, the five-year plan and the two-year plan and, like, um, this. And, and then all of a sudden, I was like, I will be married and have kids at 30. And then 30 passed. I'm like, I will be married and have kids at 32. And then that passed. And I was like, oh, okay. So you can't, you, you, can't, you can't do that. You can't plan your life. Yeah. yeah. But what you can do, I think, is have a, like, a larger idea and concept and and goal of what it is and what is this mission statement. It's a lot harder than you think to like come up with that because it it kind of forces you to ask a bunch of questions that you don't ever ask yourself that you probably avoid if other people talk about because it's um, might sound silly, but it's difficult because like who who, who are you? Who am I? Who do I want to be? And these kind of questions that maybe we're hiding behind in our day jobs or or hiding behind in, in school and, and the busyness of it. So I do agree. I, I love being busy. I think um, the second I'm not busy, just self-pity starts. So it's really important to always uh, be busy to me. But then also now find that time so that when there is the breaks, don't make it a, a self-pity thing. Don't do it like something like this, but like work on, yeah, mood boards and mission statements. Mm-hmm. And get it down to three sentences and say it. Cause it's really hard. So no, it is hard and it's important. Yeah. So is that what you do when you hit, what do you do when you hit walls and you're timer? It's my birthday. (laughs) Um, what do you do when you, when you hit walls in your job? Because you do a lot of very important, big things that are very serious. Thank you. But they are serious. (laughs) I mean, you're working with crazy clients and crazy budgets and all of these things. So do you, I'm sure you get stressed, you know, but what do you yeah. do to cope with that stress? Do you have routines or do you have things you tell yourself or do you look yeah. back on your mission statement? So I usually take a deep centering breath. Okay. And then when that doesn't work. I cry. And then when that doesn't work. I actually call Jean and I probably cry in front of him and I'm just like. Your dad. Yeah. That's actually really it, cool. It's crazy. Because he's also so like in life. I just want to say successful in everything. Like successful father. I think he's retired now. So like in life um, is somebody who um, who is like the OG. At, you're talking about self self teaching or why why do you have to go to school for photography like he's just like now he's retired he's like doing all these like look i built a tractor i found out how to do it on the internet (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh can i meet your dad i want to be his best friend (laughs) (laughs) so i'll call him because he's beyond wisdom i think he's never like at the older i grow i'm just like oh you've always given the right advice like everything i thought as a kid that oh that's wrong i don't believe in it i'm not gonna do that i've grown to like be like oh that was so super correct so i'll call him Mm -hmm. and just be like Given the synopsis of what's going on, like high level, like this is what I'm stressed about. And sometimes those responses are, um, yeah, you need to fix that and get over it. 
And sometimes it's like, hey, that's okay. This happened. So it, like he, he just knows the situation. He just reads and he gives the best response. And and sometimes it's nice but harsh. Like this one time and probably sarcastic. I don't know. This one time I was just like, oh my gosh, this is what I messed up. Like what to deal? How do I deal with it? Like ha- have to move on. He's like, oh, you're allowed two mistakes a year. So this is your first. So like still that's keeping funny. it lighthearted. But then I still hold to this. Like, okay, you can only get two mistakes a year. Um, Yeah, because it's just not. Good. So I think in that sense, maybe having somebody, um, and of course God is there and we, you know, we're talking to him we're praying through this, but sometimes we just need the Jean in the life totally. to just tell yeah. you how it is in a supportive like a yet realistic way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's nice that he's kind of disconnected. So he doesn't need to know the details. He just yeah. gets the 411. We have this like five to 10 minutes of what it needs to be. And then it's done. So I think it. Get, That's important yeah, your, to have your, that person. Your sensei, I guess. Yeah. Can I have your, yours or no? Yeah, he's a, okay. he's a little scary. Uh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so what has been your favorite project that you've ever worked on? Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Love this. <laughs> um, I'm just saying it without thinking because I'm sure it's true. It's the Steve Jobs Theater in Cupertino. And so we can't talk about the that. Best build- yeah, it's on the internet. You can Google Woo-hoo! it. You can Google and it's it. the coolest thing. So it's what so did that cool. look like? Because that still blows my mind. Mine too, girl. She's Mine that cool, too. Everybody. It's just, so when oh. you guys see this building, okay, Unreal. this is my favorite story is, okay, the building was built and all of these people are obviously like going and visiting it and it's all windows on the outside mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I remember like sending you articles of all these people like getting concussions and hitting <laughs> their heads against the windows because you can't see the windows and they're just bumping into yeah they have um they put crash or manifestation up crash dots oh, so hilarious. that actually was the main building that that was happening to and the reason was because people are texting and looking down at their phones and oh walking gosh, into walls that's so funny so that's kind of um, funny. Yeah. So Steve Jobs Theater, we still don't have the crash shots on because it's only used for um, special events. So it's people aren't like walking a lot um, in it. It's just like usually the product launches mm-hmm. are there or like actually I was down there today, like some some events. Okay. So if you were talking to 16 year old Tristan who had just graduated uh, high school. That okay. so weird. I was going to be like graduate junior high. <laughs> That's when I graduated. <laughs> uh, um, what would you what would you tell her? Like, would you say it's, you know, because you probably never imagined you being in this position. So, you know, which I will say you're a manager as a woman in an industry full of men, which is daunting, which is daunting, but you crush it. And mm-hmm. so I think that that adds on top of it. Like, what encouragements do you have well, for thank her? you. You speak my love language. <laughs> I know you're so good, girl. <laughs> you and Zav are the same person. Uh, I know exactly how to talk to you. <laughs> really? Same, same? Just thinking of a girl listening to this, thinking that yeah. she wants these things in life and she wants everything and she doesn't know if she can do it, mm. which is me. Mm. <laughs> and so, like... What would you tell that girl? Like, okay, you know, you can do it, but what? Okay, okay, I I feel you. Okay, so I think mostly 16, like, get over your insecurities, which is easier said than done, and that's just going to be a learning process, and I think this is what I was talking about last night about thick skin. It might just have to be timing, but, like, getting over it and being able to take criticism, being able to take hardship, being able to go through hard stuff and, and be okay with that. So I think that mostly it's just so hard being a teenager 
it's just so much feelings and so much going on. Everything you think is important really, really isn't. So I think um, set those goals um, and they're reachable and Mm. like they're all reachable. Like there's nothing really that you can't do like with, yeah, like all the resources, the world we live in, we're so lucky with like the the country we live in. It's just so many opportunities. So I think set those goals, do it, but it's okay if they change a little. It's okay if they, they, I don't want to say the word evolve because I don't like that, but over time, yeah, right? Like it, it becomes something else, but I think also don't lose track of of what of what goal? you yeah of, yeah of what you were trying to achieve and whether it's something really really small like um like get over my fear of whatever public speaking or this and, and then becoming that or if it's something like manifests itself as like a full career or occupation um and I think also life throws you so many curveballs that you can't really plan so it's mm. it's just adaptability and resilience mm. and bounce back from whatever happens and 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 I'm not in a mean way but like get over it whatever no, it is good. get over it and it's it's I feel like you're talking to me and I like need no. to hear this no like I need no, to hear like, this this is good this, oh, this is what people need to hear I just think yeah right like it's like stuff stuff's gonna happen yeah I think I think and we were talking about this a little bit yesterday we were talking about Gen Z Oh my gosh. I think that Generation and, and Zero. And I'm gonna talk about <laughs> Gen Z mean Gen Zero. Unless you're listening, then you can do it, girl. No, then you guys. got it. But but you that's the thing. <laughs> and I also think that um just also um your mom came from Iran, which the country I mean, I don't even know the history, but um, I'm pretty sure it, it was going through a really difficult time when she left. And so she's gone through a lot of things herself. And so I think that having that passed down to us and just like we were almost given that thicker skin mm. of just like, oh, I like to think that. Here? I like this. I can get on board. I don't know if it's true, <laughs> but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you're you're not in America just to hang out yeah. you're here to work hard oh I love that I actually want to get a t-shirt made you're not in America just to hang out like no it's like that <laughs> no, that's is actually so yeah. good I, but I'm calling it so sorry <laughs> I trademarked it I trademarked it collab I love that and that's something John says a lot too he hates is like hangout culture pop culture which is so attractive and we want it and it's it's there but it's like everything evil but it's it's just so good um so like <laughs> reminders of that too just like stay away from it yeah and stay motivated yes yes and if that means taking a vacation for a week and laying on a beach to to like r and r to to like that's <clears throat> fine too i used to be like against vacations and like no they're for the week vacations are are yeah for the week you how do you not it. feel guilty though when you on take vacation time off yeah i just bring my laptop with me perfect yeah That's a good but answer. like not not like full-time it's there enough to like read if the emails like respond if important yeah okay yeah yeah so I it's not just important stuff i appreciate mm-hmm. that answer yeah i got so, nervous for a second yeah no no because but for the longest time i couldn't like i canceled vacations it was awful then i was i was just i can't go i think i canceled many on my mom it was like would you take days once. off um only if i had to sleep in and stuff and if i was gone on weekends because i do like le- leaving on weekends but the work is just always with me because it's like yeah. playing catch up a lot or, or just getting ahead. And I think mm-hmm. just always being one or two steps ahead. But yeah, you yeah. should go on vacation if you don't. Take it with you. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. 
but like set a t- set set that time aside. It's like so I just went to Bali a few months ago, and it was like every morning I'd do it for an hour and a half, two hours mm-hmm. of the time work that I could talk to the team, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, okay, I'm offline now. Like, I like DM that. me if it's super super mm-hmm. important. Yeah, on, like or like I message me. And the other, but then it was so much better because otherwise, if you're gone for a week, it's super then stressful. Then it just stacks up, and then yeah. all you're thinking mm-hmm. about is work. It's just too much. It's so true. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Are we ready for our last question? Do you have anything yeah, else? Yeah, we are. Okay, no, so because you listen to the podcast, you know sure. all about what the, your silver lining is. So of your career, of your life, what is your silver lining? Do you have one? Okay, so first, can I do my current obsession? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So Emmy, my other best friend I didn't holler out to, mm-hmm. um, got me Kim Kardashian's waist trainer obsessed no you didn't yeah yeah it's in the other room so current obsession. i wish i could try it right after this you can i know wow. i just like get really one. want to get one okay yeah. neck when baby comes out we're all gonna podcast again wearing them <laughs> i I'm love down. this with, Got, with kim love with 100 percent. wait that's awesome <laughs> okay so i prepared for that one Let me okay think about perfect silver lining. Yeah. silver lining was i got really 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 sick three years ago um like really bad and took like many weeks and months to recover and it was the greatest thing to ever happen to me Mm. and I've never lived life so good since it happened actually immediately after it happened I lived the best year of my life because you didn't take it for granted anymore yeah Yeah. and like as I was like sitting there and like laying in bed and I was just like thinking of all the things and places and what I was gonna do and feel and then I went and did it and it was like everything from like just yeah traveling alone to anywhere I wanted doing whatever I wanted just like in, in like a safe way but just like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold back picked up hitchhikers in Iceland let them stay with me they're still friends with me like just like stuff that I was like wait what what is there to lose so it was it was great and sometimes I want to just take myself back and be like remember how this felt because it it really felt like like life with the volume just turned way up and that's kind of faded now because it's been a bit but mm-hmm. yeah that Everything was incredible. Happens for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much yeah. for being on the show. And Tristan. I w- uh, want to encourage you in your new sunglasses and like sunglasses and all of that stuff. Cause I know that's, that's a little different than what you're doing, but you're like merging all your loves and it's going to be mm-hmm. so cool to like see that come to life. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm super yeah. excited for the direction of the company for, for yeah. launch too, especially collab with, with Pilsen on the, Mm-hmm. On the I can't say what collection, but it's it's gonna be sick. But definitely get out there Collabing. and buy these. <laughs> Support uh, the band de Copan, and um, yeah, they'll be dropping soon. So in just a few weeks, so you'll, you'll see us in them. Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> All yes, right. thank you. All of you. All of you. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Love you. Love you. <laughs> Well, Shakers, thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed the show and you got so much value from Tristan's story and all of her advice. Um, As always, if you could subscribe, rate, and review, it really helps us out. It just so much and it allows us to have amazing guests like Tristan on the show. Um, Even if you review us and it's not a five star, we want to know why. Um, If you guys have thoughts or constructive criticism or anything like that, you can DM us uh, at the Salt and Pepper Podcast on Instagram or you can email us. uh, You can also join our facebook group Uh, we dive into more topics and we can just get to know you guys a little bit better so thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next tuesday thanks for listening tune in every tuesday on the salt and pepper podcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts be sure to subscribe and please rate and review 
follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.